is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. I don't know about you, but I love the song that we started this evening with. I haven't heard it until Naomi sent it to me a few weeks ago. Love Came Down is the title, you you may have guessed that. It's taken from a poem of the same name by Christina Rossetti, which was first published in 1885. Anybody remember that? (laughs) Not quite, not quite, not quite. Both the poem and the song try to encapsulate the message of Christmas. Now, I mean, in terms of the message of Christmas, retailers, there are many of them, would have you believe that Christmas is all about gifts, all about presents, all about what you need to buy from their particular store. Supermarkets would have you believe it's all about food and drink, wouldn't they? And many of the supermarkets have their Christmas food catalogue there available for you to peruse for the last few months. Your family might have you believe that Christmas is all about getting together. And whilst all these things form different parts of Christmas celebrations for many of us, They're not the central reason. The central reason is found in the chorus of the song that we heard at the beginning of this evening. Love came down. I'm not going to sing it. You'll be be very glad to know. Love came down for the sake of the broken. The heavens were opened. Love poured out. And everything's different now. Love came down. In the Bible, the Gospel writer John puts it like this. He says in John 1.14, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is love came down. That's the heart of the Christmas message we've been hearing about this evening. Now, some of you would know that I am a great fan of Christmas adverts. Anybody else like the Christmas adverts or is it just me? There are some of you mad people as well. I'm I'm very pleased to see it. Now, I eagerly look forward to to seeing what adverts released when and I'm checking my Twitter timeline. When's the John Lewis advert coming? And I'm keen to see the different ones that uh, happen each year. I wonder, what's your favourite this year? Have you got a favourite Christmas advert this year? There's lots of them about, aren't there? Maybe it, maybe it is the John Lewis one. Have you seen that one? There's the alien that comes. Well, I saw that and I thought, that reminded me of E.T. Some of you are old enough to remember E.T. That was the first film I went to see at a cinema. And no, it wasn't black and white before some of you suggest that. Well, maybe it's a John Lewis advert for you. Maybe it's the Boots, Bags of Joy adverts. 
Maybe it's one of the major supermarkets, you know, Tesco or Asda or one of the many others. For me, my favourite this year is the Aldi advert. Yeah. You seen that one? It's great, isn't it? So if you look carefully, you'll see it features Cuthbert the Caterpillar right at the beginning. Very clever, the way they've incorporated that one, being arrested. And Marcus Radishford. Did you get that? He's always helping children, I think is the line that goes with it. It's a very clever and not too serious advert. It doesn't take itself too seriously. I really enjoyed it. And if you've seen it, you might have noticed that it finishes with this line. For you to be happy, you need to be kind. For you to be happy, you need to be kind. Is that what life's all about? Now, being kind is great. You know, I'm all for that. Is it really just about being happy? I mean, is that your goal in life? Just to be happy? Or is there something more? Is that all that Christmas is about? Or is there more to it? You know, in the, in the, you know, the melee of activity that surrounds Christmas for many of us, the excitement of the impending festivities, it's easy to forget what Christmas is really about. But right at the heart of the Christmas message is our theme of this evening, which is love came down. The Son of God born as a human baby, sent to show the world what love really looks like. And by his subsequent life, death and resurrection, to make it possible to know God himself. That's what Christmas is really about. So what does it mean in practice? How should it affect us? And what do we see in it all? Well, if we look closely, In Christmas we see God's goodness, God's grace and heaven's hope. Psalms 106, 107, 118 and 136 all start with this line. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. We need to remind ourselves, friends, about God's goodness. God is good. It's in his very nature. He cannot be anything other than good. And people often wonder, don't they, what was God like? They might say. Maybe you've asked that question in times past. Or maybe even this evening, you might be asking a question today, what is God really like? Well, he's good. He is good. Love came down. He is good. In challenging times, let's remind ourselves that God is good. He's full of love. He is merciful. He is kind. He's compassionate. And He is good. And as well as good, He's a God of grace. And I spoke about the grace of God a few weeks ago here on a Sunday morning at Jubilee. And I said that grace is getting for free that which you don't deserve. And it's an invitation to a relationship with God himself. Ephesians 2 verses 4 and 5 in the Bible say this. It says, 
For because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. You can have a relationship with God because of what Jesus has done for you. Jesus died for you. God wants relationship with you and Jesus has done all that is necessary to make it possible. Amen? God wants relationship with you and Jesus makes it possible. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, Romans 5 verse 8. While we are still sinners, Christ died for us. And maybe we're straying into an Easter message here. I actually saw some Easter eggs in a shop this afternoon, would you believe it? Maybe we're straying into Easter here, but, you know, Christmas is part of the plan. I won't say it's the start of the plan, because actually this plan was thought of way before the first Christmas took place. It was prophesied about hundreds of years before. But it's where we start to see things come together at Christmas time. This first Christmas we, we see God's plan being worked out. As love came down, we see God's grace at work. And 2,000 or so years later, his grace is still at work. His grace is at work in the lives of millions of ordinary people like you and like me. And his grace is on offer again this evening, today. Whether you're here with us in quad, in person, or watching online, God's grace is on offer again this evening. Grace that offers a way into our relationship with God himself. He who created us and he who sustains us. A few of us met together on Wednesday evening this week and we felt stirred to pray for hope. The subject of hope had been a common theme for us as a church early on in the pandemic and we felt that as we gathered this week that we should pray for hope once again. That we would know hope in our lives. Hope was a subject of my Easter message earlier this year and it wasn't initially in my notes to think about this this evening, but I felt that actually I couldn't finish this evening until I'd referred a little bit to the subject of hope. I was with our church plant in Burton this morning and uh, they were talking about hope as well. I'm thinking this is a subject that God is reminding us of afresh. Heaven's hope. So I wonder as we draw to the conclusion of 2021, what is your hope in? What is your hope in? Has our theme of love came down got anything to say here? What's your hope in? As we look towards next year and 2022, what is your hope in? Is it in vaccines being rolled out? Is it in our politicians? Is it in medical experts? Is it in perhaps warmer weather coming 
is it, it may be a break from work for you, a few days or week or so off over Christmas and New Year. Maybe it's a holiday that you're looking forward to. What is your hope? Our English word for hope implies that there's some degree of chance, doesn't there? You know, I hope it might not, I hope it won't rain, but it, it might do. I hope that my football team might win, but they may not. The biblical word for hope actually is, is different. It actually the Greek word for hope implies an expectation of what is sure, what is certain. There's not a, it may be or may be not, when it comes to biblical hope. No, biblical hope is, it will be. It is sure and certain. There's a hymn by Stuart Townend and Keith Getty that goes like this. I'm not going to sing this one either. It says this, in Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light my strength, my song, this cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, fullness of God in helpless babe, this gift of love and righteousness scorned by the ones who came to save. Till on that cross as Jesus died the wrath of God was satisfied for every sin on him was laid here in the death of Christ I live. In Christ alone my hope is found. I wonder, can you echo that line this evening. Our hope is found in Christ alone. That's where your sure and certain hope is. Here's your light, your strength, your solid ground, your hope for this year and the next and beyond. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, Peter says in his letter, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And we've just jumped 33 years or so from the birth of Christ to his death and resurrection. My friends, these events are intrinsically linked. Love came down. He was born in order to live, die and rise again. You can't talk about Christmas without looking forward to Easter. And it's this that brings us hope. Heaven's hope. So, as I wrap up, have you still got hope? Or maybe do you need some fresh hope this evening? This evening you can discover this love, this grace, this goodness of God this hope for yourself. By putting your hope and trust in the person and work of the Lord Jesus, you can know all these things and the forgiveness of sins and the joy of relationship with God himself. Jesus calls you this evening to follow him.
to believe in him. To believe all that he has done for you and to follow him. And if maybe you're looking back over 2021, maybe even the past few years, and you recognise that perhaps you once followed Jesus. Maybe you were living for him, but perhaps this has somewhat waned over recent times. His invitation to you as well is to come back home, to return, to hope in him once again, and to follow him afresh. For those of you that call yourself a Christian this evening, whether you're here or whether you're watching online, I believe God wants you to know, freshly tonight, what it is that this love, this means this love came down. You might know the reality of it afresh in your life. Whether you're perhaps turning to the Lord Jesus for the first time, or once again, or already it's a daily reality for you. Wherever you are, or maybe that journey of faith, this evening I believe God wants you to know love came down afresh in your life. I'm going to pray in a moment, and you may decide that you want to pray this prayer along with me. Maybe to put your hope and trust in Jesus for the first time or to recommit your life to him afresh this evening. And if you want to do that, then I'll encourage you to pray this prayer along with me now. Make it your own. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord God, for the wonderful gift of your Son. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to bring good news and hope to all mankind. I choose today to put my hope and trust in you. I choose to acknowledge you as my Lord and Saviour. I'm sorry for when I failed you and let you down. Thank you that you never fail me and will never let me down. I turn away from everything I've done that is wrong and ask that you please forgive me. I choose today to follow you and to receive your love and forgiveness. Please give me the gift of your Holy Spirit to help me to live for you. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, I would love to know about it. And we would love to send you a free gift to help you in your journey of faith as you begin to walk with God. I would love to introduce you too to others who could stand with you and help you as you explore your relationship with Jesus. Just near your seats, you'll find a Keep in Touch card. There's a card and a pen in pretty much every pocket. I encourage you, if you've prayed that prayer this evening, please fill in your details on that card. And on the way out, you can pop it in the bucket that will be by the door. 
And if you're watching online, if you go to jubilee.org.uk forward slash keep in touch. Again, pop your details in there and we will get in touch with you this week. Send you a free gift to help you as you follow Jesus. And maybe if you'd just like to stay in touch with us and find out what's going on in the life of Jubilee, again, fill out your details either in the cars here in Quad or online on the same website and we can be in touch with you. Do please join us next Sunday morning here at Quad at 10 o'clock or online for our Christmas family service. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm promising chocolates. There's some prize guests appearing, making a return. And I would love for you to join us here in Quad or, or online. I just want to say a massive thank you to Naomi and to James and the team and everybody who's been part of this evening, either on stage or behind the scenes. Can we show our appreciation to these guys? Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, either in person or, or online. It's been great to celebrate Christmas with you. We'd love for you to stay around and enjoy refreshments with us after our final carol. You can head into the box, the room just at the left as you go out. And you can take off your mask and enjoy tea and coffee and some mince pies. If you missed the offering earlier, you, you had a give on your way out as well, uh, please do drop in the Keep in Touch card if you'd like to, to the bucket that will be by the door. Let's stand and sing together our final carol. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk.